0: I wish somebody would have told me, hey, before you become a father or before you get married, have your parents tell them, tell the story of how they got together or what their ups and downs were and, you know, and just to see the struggle within that before
1: you even get into it. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Dads on Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, Josh Ashford. Got the big homie, Kev. How you doing, man?
0: I'm always doing good, doing great. Good to see you, fam. What's good?
1: Man, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Man, super happy to have the homie Jason in here. Jason, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm I'm off for
2: two weeks, man, and I'm gonna relax, wash some clothes, watch some Netflix, put my son in the head. You
1: You sound like a teacher. (laughs) I mean, that's that's what it says on my paycheck. Look, sometimes, right? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. I got some friends over here in my area, man. They're, they're teachers, and uh, I remember Friday the night, Friday, like the the day before break. I guess it was last week or whatever. And they were just like, "Thank God!" They were like, "I'm, I'm yeah. tired now. Talk talk to me on Saturday because I'm gonna be good right. Saturday." Yeah, but Friday, it was I, like, "Hey, Friday, <laughs> man!" I'll, all week last week, man, it's like we just we were all walking
2: past each other on campus, like. Countdown, three days, two days. So
1: yeah, man. Everybody is tired, man.
2: Tired.
1: Yo, well, I mean, you know what? I'm not gonna uh <laughs> we're not gonna get too deep here on your break because you see, I got the I got the Santa hat on, man. This this podcast comes out on Christmas Day. So we're gonna keep it light today. We're gonna keep it light and All fun. Right. Last week we talked about grief. Um we we're not trying to go down that rabbit hole this week. We <laughs> wanna talk about we wanna talk about like I wish I knew. Like the things that you wish you knew before being a dad. Like, so for me, I think one of the things I wish I knew. So last night, man, my, my toddler, she, she's finally starting to like sleep late through the night. Right. Uh, she usually only sleeps about 10 hours, but last night, for some reason, she went to bed at like four 30 in the afternoon. Little mama ain't wake up this morning until this morning at like five o'clock. And mm. I it just like, I, I wish somebody told me that like, that's, that happens like overnight because I would have slept better last night, bro. I was up all night, like checking her to see if she alive, like seeing what's going on. Every <laughs> I'm running in there, like, "Yo, is baby girl, good? baby girl good?" But um, so I'm tired right now. I need some of that coffee that uh that you got over there. But what about y'all, man? What what's like? What's something you wish somebody told you before you as a father? Jay Jay Hill, you said something, man, before we got on here, but I don't know if you could repeat that. Uh, I, I said a lot, man. Uh, I wish honest I wish that somebody would have told
2: me don't become a dad until you're ready. What whatever whatever that is, that's subjective to the person, whoever you are, but whatever, you know, it put a time limit on it. Don't become a dad until you're like 28, 29, 30. You know, <laughs>
1: because the I, I started is- at 30 and I'm still I'm still working on it. Now I started at 30. I don't know how old I am, so I, I started yeah. 30 something.
2: Hey, but just, just imagine if you would have started at twenty one like me, man. You know, I mean, you know, because what what I try to explain to my son, man, you have to kind of have to look at your life in like five year increments. So the person that you are at twenty, you're, gonna, you're not going to be the same person at twenty five. You're not going to be the same person at thirty. And so, man, I look back when you know Kevin and I were in college, man, and you know not being responsible and not going to class and you know those things, man. It's you know just yeah. don't don't become a father don't don't become a father until you're until you're ready. Until you bro physical, we all we
1: all went to North Texas movement. and at 21 I think I was a I was a senior in college mm-hmm. my first year of senior mm-hmm. did a yeah. couple years yeah. <laughs> but I if I had it bro, bro if I had yeah. a, if I had a kid kid I would have been hit <laughs> I would have been hit bro yeah. Yeah, but it, it, I, I mean, even at thirty, now, if I look, if I didn't marry my wife and have have you know kids with her, I think I still would have been hit because yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing now. Yeah. every I gotta ask her, like, yeah. So, what 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 am I supposed to be doing? And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm just right. thinking, like yeah,
0: man, at that age. Yeah, well,
2: see, and you know, you just made a good point. Also, that's another one. Don't become a father until you're married that's yeah. a that's a that's a good one right there don't become a father until you're married you know um you know because at the time i wasn't married uh but i was young but i tell kevin all the time like at that point in my life yeah. i had to have something happen in my life to change mm-hmm. my path mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so the only thing that the good lord above knew to do was to hey you got to get somebody
0: pregnant <laughs> 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 I'm trying you to get out. I know you gonna, gonna get them pregnant get him a kid <laughs> this, is all the,
2: this is all the way we're gonna reel it back in this is all the way we're gonna reel it back in. But yeah man when, you know because at the time you know me and my son's mother we've been knowing each other since we were in the seventh, eighth grade. Uh, so the dynamic is you know it's different. but you know I'm thankful you know she is who she is, I am who I am. And, you know, we make it work the best way we can. But at that point in time, literally the only thing that was going to change my life was having to take care of another human being, which, you know, was my was my son. Hence, hence him being born on Christmas. You know, and it's crazy because me and his mom, we talk all the time. He was conceived on Easter weekend and he was born on Christmas Day. So, you know, go figure. <laughs> That's
1: my God. That's my God. That's
2: yes, hey, nice. but, yeah.
1: hey, tell me this. Tell me this, though, bro. So you say that you, that changed your life. Mm-hmm. How did that change that life? Because a lot of times I think, especially like father, fathers like look like us, right. we don't necessarily get to take on the roles that we want to take uh, right. according to the media, but that right. ain't always true. Um so it's like, yo, like how did, how did your life change with that? Like, obviously you got a kid, but like, what you, you feel mm-hmm. me? Oh yeah. Well,
2: for me, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, I, I, and I like the idea of the podcast because, you know, you never know who's gonna listen. But for me, I didn't grow up with my dad. You know, I, I did not grow up with my dad. Um, just, you know, briefly, I didn't meet my dad until I was 32, uh, found out I had brothers and sisters. I used to catch the bus in front of my dad's house and didn't know. So for me, one of the things, you know, being a 21-year-old man and being, I'm 40 now, but it's one of those things to where it changed my life and the fact of literally it was it brought all of those things that the anger, the disdain, this, you know, the uh, insecurities. It literally brought all those things to the forefront that I had to deal with because I have a son and he, you know, he could potentially go through the same thing. So it's kind of like we we grew up together. You know, we we definitely grew up together. So. Man, it being a parent, man, especially being a dad, a black dad, yeah. it literally just dumps everything into your lap that you know you may have been missing as a as a young man growing up. You know, yeah. so it's it's fun, but it's it's deep stuff, man. It's deep stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and you know what? I've I've actually seen that happen uh, with a lot of my students who are teen fathers. You know, um, as yeah. if you don't know, typically a teen father is. Uh, a kid that's more likely to drop out of school, a kid that's making failing grades, kids that's always, in ISS. you know, so that's the typical idea of what a teen father is. But what I've what I've seen, even it, even in my life, because it did change. And I'll speak on that after this. But even in the teens, kids lives, man, these kids are like giving up on life. But when they have a kid, man, they're their life, their motivation. Uh, right. The things that they want to accomplish, where they want right. to go in life, a lot of that changes. Even, And I think I have to take a step back because when you're working with kids, you're like, hey, I really want you to go in this trajectory. I want you to go this mm-hmm. route, this path. But even whatever path that they chose to take, as I still see them on Instagram, they're still like being a father. So I might see a, right. a couple of gats and a couple of Uzis and a bag of weed. But by the sixth post, it's going to be them loving on that kid and telling how much oh, really? they appreciate being a father. And then eventually, those posts to change as they mature and as they grow. But I think being a father does change um, a man's uh, a man's trajectory on life. I remember when I had Kendall. Again, y'all, we were. Ooh, we were young. We were like, like men young women. and dumb, just out there wilding. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when Kendall was born. Like Jay Hill came to the hospital. All the Lena sorority sisters came to the hospital. We got back home, and Jay Jay Hill called and was like, "Bro, you ready to go?" I'm like, "Uh, I got to put Kendall to sleep." And Kendall already sitting on my arm, knocked out, like cold. Like all I had to do was put her in the bed and go out. But it changed what I wanted to do. And who i wanted to be and you know where i wanted to spend my time so i think i think fatherhood does take a a, a definitely a different toll on all of us but something jay hill said too that i want to point out the emotions the things that he had to deal with without being a father you know without having a father in his life the anger that he had to deal with you know and i think everybody has something that comes with that but bro i love you because You've been a great example of a single father and going through those issues. You know, I've been with you, bro. We've been rocking forever. But even like when you said meeting your dad for the first time, I remember that, you know, that 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 season in your life. But not only did you work through those things, you mm-hmm. took it and said, OK, I don't want this for Christian. I don't want this for, for my son. I want to do better for my, you know, for my seed. And that's one thing that I've been. Hats off, oh, girl. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it, man. And it's you know, like I, I love stories, man.
2: And it's just like um, you know, in my mind, you know, was growing up a young man and anger and all this repression and everything. Uh, when I did get the opportunity to talk to my dad on the phone, you know, and everything, and I was invited over to his house to meet him, first thing in my mind is like, oh man, you know, hey, uh, first time I see my dad, man, I'm I'm a whoop his, you know you know what you know. You know, you know, what was going on in, in my head yeah you know like we're we gonna we going have to we going have to go outside we're gonna have to take it to the grass man we're gonna have to you know we're we gonna have to go ahead and do it you know we we you know you my dad i love you i care about you i want to get to know you but we before we had this conversation we're gonna have to throw these hands you know that, that's what was in my mind and so when i got to his house um, you know knocked on the door and he's like hey you know come in so i walk in and <laughs> It's funny, but it's it's crazy how things work. He was in a wheelchair.
1: Mm. So he was
2: paralyzed, a strokes, he was paralyzed on one side. So once again, you know, God, you know.
1: I'll say you ain't about to whoop no paralyzed
2: man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're forced. I was forced to sit down and have a conversation with this man, you know? Yeah. Mm. And so, you know, it it kind of, you know, all that anger and everything, it was still there. But it was a different type of, you know, conversation and everything. So I just, I don't know, through, you know, life and being a dad and everything, it's crazy how things work out because you have, you know, this idea of how things are going to work in your own mind. But then when yeah. you walk through that door, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, we're going to change this up.
1: Just, this yeah, man you know, is paralyzed, so not
2: you're not that person. So you're going to have to sit down and you're going to have have a conversation. You know, so what, what, I was gonna that's say, just, you know, that's just pretty much what it was. Want
1: to be- Say uh, again. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. No, Jay Hill got Can a he got a delay. Uh, it's probably in my computer, man. I don't. Oh no, you good, man. You good. But what I was saying was like, yo, it's was he not there because he didn't want to be, or because your mom's was like, nah, we're not gonna be around. Like, what was the situation? Because I man, I was listening to a podcast um mm-hmm. yesterday uh with ET, Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher. And he was kind of talking about, I think it was, it was last week's episode or uh, anyways, it was, it was an episode where he was talking about, you know, his one trigger that set mm-hmm. him off was like, whenever his wife would come to him and kind of like, cause her, well, her personality, she's like, she's the control The she's the person that's usually in control. Mm-hmm. And i wrong with that. That's her personality. Right. Cool. Whatever. Right. Well, his problem was that his mom's growing up lied to him that like, she told him this dude that was his stepdad was his actual dad. Yeah. And so the person that he trusted and believed in was always trying to tell him what to do. So he right. he had a, a bad relationship with his mom. And so what right. happened is that uh, whenever someone tried to tell him what to do, his wife, they, that's when they was beefing. So I'm like, what what was yeah. it for, for your moms and for your dad? And kind of like, you know what I mean?
2: Well, it's, it's kind of the same, you know, kind of similar. Oh. Um, you know, my mom, she kind of kept some things for me. But then in addition to, you know, my dad was who he was, you know, uh, seven, eight different kids by different women and everything. So, uh, but kind of the same thing. Um, my mom ultimately lied, you know, but she had her own reasoning for for that. But yeah. at the end of the day, that affected, you know, the one the one person in your life that's supposed to take care of you and, you know, do these certain things, you know, they lied to you you know so yeah it you know up until 32 you know me and my mom were good you know we're fine and then when all this happens like our relationship it just goes down to two uh yeah. you know we're we're fine now yeah. we're cool now you know there's been a lot of tears a lot of uh apologies and everything <laughs> uh, But you know people people do what they have to do in a certain time you know and for me yeah. i had to really understand grace you know, so my big thing now is I literally, you know, you don't you don't know forgiveness until you literally have to look your mom in the face and give her grace and hear her story and hear why she did what she did and you know all these different things. So, you know, with my mom, it's funny. You know, my mom is like the cursing church lady. You know, that's just who she is as a person. Uh, you know, if you go over to the house, you know, she'll pray for you, but then she'll make you some whiskey on the rocks too. <laughs> You know that's hey, my what mom time is.
0: we coming over. That's yeah.
2: You know, it's one of those things to where you know my mom, she has her past. You know, she used to hang out. And, yeah. Um, once again, it's funny because uh, the the Netflix show, the one that uh, Eddie Murphy did, the Rudy, he remade uh, Ru- uh, Dolomite. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day, you know, I was just at the house. I'm at her house, and we're just hanging out, and she, you know, she like, hey, you know, come over and hook up Netflix and. You know, so I hooked it up and I'm just flipping through. And Dolomite, you know, it was was a a show. And so I flipped on it. And so I'm literally watching it with my mom and she's laughing like she's in tears. And so all these stories come out of how back in the day, Rudy Raymore would come through and he would do shows in Dallas and she would go and, you know, hang out and drink and this and that. And so I never knew these things. So now I'm getting a different idea of, you know, who my mom was and it makes sense, you know that she has different levels and different experiences and you know the times were different. So my big thing is with people now, even with my son being a dad. Yeah. Grace. You know yeah. just you, you kind of have to give kids grace because they didn't ask to be here whatever the situation was. You know yeah. however they were brought to the world. So with my son, we used to, you know, we used to bump heads, man, he's the mirror image of me. You know, we still do every once in a while. But I have to give him grace. You know, him growing up, I would yeah. ask him. You know, why are you doing it? That? that makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know.
0: That's and That would
2: that that set me off.
0: I don't know. <laughs> that's perfect, now, perfect. That's what I. That's what I wish. I wish somebody would have told me Kendall would turn out just like me, bruh. Yeah. Like. Exactly. that Yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and that's the thing. Now that now that we're you know we're in it now as dads, he really didn't know. Because yeah. he, he doesn't know. His brain does not, you know, there's no connection, you know, so he does not know. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's one of those things, man, where I, I can go
1: on and on and on, man. But it's, no, you, it's, you it's good. I think that's one of the things that I wish I would have known, like way, way, way back then. I'm still learning it right now. It's like, yo, I wish I would have known how to give, how to be graceful, how to offer grace. Because like mm-hmm. you, you know, that word it gets tossed around a lot of times, but like we really don't know what it means. Like you're talking about your mom right. where you gotta sit there and forgive your moms for lying to you for mm-hmm. all these years, but yes, yeah, she had a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and so she doesn't she doesn't need to apologize to you, but yeah. you still need wow. to give her grace in order to exactly. accept, you know what I mean? And it's just like yo, if somebody would have told me that, that would have been a game changer. And like mm-hmm. Kev just said, if someone would told me my kids would be like me, my daughters <laughs> too. And I laugh right now at some of the things she does because it's just like me. But I don't think I'm going to be laughing for a long time. So pray for me. Tell your mama to pray for me and then have a drink for me. So hey,
0: mean, man. hey, man. Kendall got up the other day and she had all her clothes, all her clothes on from socks, jeans, sweater. I was like, I was like, what? Why, why you go to sleep with all your clothes on? And I had to start thinking of that. And I was like, yep, that's one of my traits. I come home. Not take off nothing and get get in the bed and just be out. Um, yep. But also, yep. I wish I'm gonna add to that too. I wish I would have had the conversation with my parents of uh, mm. how you know of their relationship before mm-hmm. I became a parent. Oh. If that makes sense, because I just recently actually yeah. just this year, like I just recently went home with me and Kendall went to Houston, um, uh, way uh, just to hang out to visit and um me, mom, and dad was just on the patio. And I was just like, how did y'all get together? Like what, how, how did all that formulate? How did that come together? And then just listening to the stories and, right. and listening of their character and who they really were before, you know, 30 years, 35 right. years into marriage. But to right. see the characteristics between the two of them, I wish somebody would have told me, hey, before you be, become a father or before you get married, Have your parents tell them, tell the story of how they got together or what they ups and downs were, and you know, and just to see the struggle within that before you even get into it. Cause now at 38, I look at some of my situations and life that we go through, and I'll call and they'll be like, All right, bye. (laughs) Because they've already been there, they've already been in that situation, they've already been there in their life. So I wish. That I would somebody would have told me to get the get the story of your parents before you become a father. Like mm-hmm. you know,
1: what's the history? Right. That that would have been a big like I think that would have been like super helpful, man. Because so Jay Hill, I don't know if you how much how often you watch the podcast, but I think a couple episodes ago, maybe not two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Anyways, we had my pastor on here, Chris Respus, and mm-hmm. um, so we we was just chopping it up. But so he's also my uh, what, what Kev don't know is he's also my uh, my life group leader at my church. So we have a life group at our church that's um, married under seven. And so he's actually the leader of that. And so we were talking about, um, you know, how everybody met um, and how they met their spouse and things like that. So he told his story. And so he was a preacher. And he one Sunday he was preaching with all these other people. And I guess, uh, you know, his wife, um, her pastor always told her, don't be looking for no uh, husband, because that's how you find someone that's always married. You know, look for a single man. And so After he finished preaching, she was like, oh, I want that brother. And so he's outside hanging around a whole bunch of other passes and she in her car and she just flash her headlights at him and, and he do the hood call, like, what's up? And I'm just like, <laughs> it, it, when, you, when you think about that image, they've been married, what, you know, um, you know, 20, 20 years or something like that, 15 years now. And I'm like, just seeing the difference in those two, just to understand who they were then and who they are now, I'm like, man, that I think that would have saved some people because that would have, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, Jay Hill, you talked about, you know, not getting married till you're ready or have kids till you're ready. I think a lot of people, you know, yeah, you should wait to get married till you're ready, but there's also a point where you just gotta you just gotta go for it at a certain point. Right. Right? And so right. you gotta understand everybody ain't gonna be perfect. You're never yeah. gonna be perfect to have yeah. a kid, you're never gonna be perfect to be a dad. But exactly. you know, what I mean, I man, I, I think that just would've that would save a lot of people. I think my daughter about to bust in this door, so I'm gonna let y'all have it. <laughs> But you and I like that that
0: last piece, bro. Not everybody's gonna be ready, and I think um, I think that's the beauty beauty of the journey that I've had as far as being a, a team fatherhood coach is seeing like how the people who are least likely to be fathers become fathers, but they do really well at it. Does that make yeah. sense? Um, and and mm-hmm. I think to me, that's the beautiful right. thing about fatherhood. Not only we not have a relationship for nine months but when the baby gets here and you know you're interacting and then you're getting to be get into the role of being a father that's that's another thing i wish somebody would have told me like fatherhood doesn't come as soon as the baby gets here it's like here's some fatherhood Mm -hmm. does you're gonna be a great father like it's a process it's it's definitely a process and i wish somebody would have told me that like uh I tell this story and and I don't know if I'm telling it right, but I remember calling my dad and it probably was in a panic. Cause I I remember when we first found out we were pregnant, I called Jay Hill and was like, bro, I'm about to be a dad. He was like, all right, good. All right, fool. I'll holler at you later. And I was like, all right, you want to go get some wings? But then I remember a few weeks later, calling my dad and being like yo dad I just kind of you know chop it up and hey by the way I'm going to be a dad he was like alright it's time to be a man <laughs> and I was like alright well, what does it mean to be a father and then I figured it out that fatherhood is a process and it's it's, mm-hmm. it's not something that's just sprinkled on you you're never ready for it and I think I've interviewed so many people where I'm like did you plan on being a father the percentage of people especially men who plan on being a father is very few right. the majority um, those who are fathers and great fathers, they never planned on being a father. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: man, I think that's... Yeah. You, you <laughs> dropped in, drop into the deep end. You know, you just kind
1: of... Have I, I was about thing. to look. Look, I, well, you're talking about dropping it in the deep end, but he was also dropping into the deep end with some content and I was like, yo, we about to get out of here, man. This a Christmas episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, I, I tried to keep it light. I tried to keep it light. Hey, Jason... What is one of the most hilarious moments you've had as a father with Christian? Like, when you think about the whole 19, eighteen to nineteen years you've been a father, like, what's what's something that you be like, man, I can't believe that happened? Or, um, well,
2: like, I'm, I'm very I'm very sarcastic, you know, like, and so I kind of like to play jokes, you know. Um, so it's, it's it's a few. Like one, I remember one time, and I felt like a bad dad when I did this. Yeah. But it was a Sunday, and you know, of course, Monday I have to get up and go to work. So I, I got up Monday, you know, I made breakfast, I'm doing everything I need to do. And um, I left home. You know, I got halfway down the street and my phone rings. And it's my son, you know, he's like, Hey dad, I'm like, hey man, what's going on? He was like, Dad, uh, where are you? I'm like, I'm going to work. I'm like, what do you want? He was like, Well, I'm at home and you got to take me to school. <laughs> <laughs> For forgot he was home. I was I 250% forgot he was at home. And I think he may have been in the 6th or 7th grade. And I had to turn around. And it was, I mean, that just was. different things like that. You know, so and I, I blamed him. I was like, man, it's your fault. I was like, man, you stressed me out so much, man, that I just, you know.
0: I like, I <laughs> but,
2: and like I said, you know, my son, he's the mirror image of me. And, you know, he gets me back all the time. And so... I bought, you know, the rotisserie chicken. You know, that's that's our thing. You know, I get a rotisserie chicken and pull it apart or whatever. So I got a rotisserie chicken and I love the legs and the wings. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't like the breast is dry. I just, I don't like it. Yeah. So yeah. I got the chicken, man. It was fresh. I waited on it, get it home. I went and took a shower. I came back. My son cuts off the legs and the wings on each side to eat it. And when I come out, he's sitting in the kitchen just looking at me laughing. And I just, I... Yeah, just like something in me, I just—I literally just wanted to like, okay. but then I had to think. I'm like, that is so me. That is so something that I
0: would do. I would 250 do it. So that <laughs> so, is hilarious, man.
1: Know, it's different. You know, it's different when you have a—you know—you have a
2: boy. You know, they have to have thick skin. But you have a girl, man. If I had a daughter, oh I man, I mean, she would, she would have all my my security number, my credit cards, all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Josh,
2: no, he I got two got, yeah I, I could i could not be the dad of a girl like even you know when i'm out like even my students you know like my, my my female students man it's just like i protect them no matter what you know the boys i can talk trash to them but you know but the girls it's just like are you okay do you need anything yeah, are you yeah. like yeah. you take some money for lunch and and
1: they know it,
0: really? you know. They know that, that I'm a sucker. sucker. That's,
1: that's
0: a deeper conversation. We sure. had that conversation last. Week. time you need. You say say that again, yeah. Josh. I said, we, yeah, that's a deeper so deep conversation. Man. We had that conversation last week. That. Man, you know, and mm-hmm. I, keep, I keep trying to say, man, I'm I'm gonna give it to Kendall, but every time I, I go in there, I just be like, man, I don't no. want to hurt her feelings. I, I just want to. That's my baby, man. How I, I,
1: I, how can I? Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, this is this is where this is where being a, a girl, dad is at. My daughter just turned two, and she knows where I keep my wallet in my pocket,
0: Mm-mm.
1: and she <laughs> grabs it. <laughs> yeah, so yes. that's that's a, and she'd be like, "Oh, daddy's wallet." So she, 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 she she like grabbed my pocket. She thought it was there. She's like, "Where's your wallet?" I was like, "It's in the other <laughs> one." She's like, where's daddy's wallet? I'm like, "You don't look. You don't need to know." No. <laughs> <It's your brother. laughs>
2: That on purpose. Your purpose is to fund her lifestyle. On <laughs> and on
1: that note, Kev, you got closing words. I got closing words. I know. You know what? We're going to let Jay Hill go ahead, man. Like, Jay Hill, you got, like, at the end of the day, man, what is something that you wish somebody, like, really would have broke down to you to, to help out, whether those single fathers out there or, or you know, people that are thinking about becoming dads, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: you, and you know what? And this is, you know, I know we're keeping it light, but I am going to say this is kind of deep. All right, hold People, on. Parents, parents need to go to counseling. Mm. Go to counseling. Like, see, hey, I fought it for years. I finally went, and all these different things came out. I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, literally, parent. Whether you are a new parent. In the middle of parenting, you could have adult kids, whatever. Parents, go to counseling. <laughs> I hold it in. Go to counseling. So that is literally it right there.
1: <laughs>
2: I love it. I love it. So, Kev, that's, what you got to so say so much more, but that, that's, that's my closing remark. Go to counseling. Parents,
0: parents, I go to you. counseling. I hear you on that, man. For me, man, I wish somebody told me that there were more dads out here like me. There are more dads uh, who really love their kids, who want to do for their kids. Um, there are dads who want to share the, in the experience of being a father. Um, and, and we're starting to see that now. But when I initially became a father, really, all I had was uh, Jay Hill Emarcus and Randon, and those were my buddies that we we've all had all right. kids, Our kids are growing up together. But I just wish that um, somebody told me like there's a huge community of fathers who love their kids, mm-hmm. who, who who will help support you in your journey of becoming right. a great father. So just know we got some great dads out there. and We love y'all, and just like I say all the time, I love you guys. And if y'all ever need anything, holler at your boy. But um, there are some good dads out there, man. Connect with those dads and grow your network of dads. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah.
1: Yo, just to wrap it up, man. Yo, again, Merry Christmas to everybody out there, man. I hope you guys have a great one. Have a good time mm-hmm. with the family. Make sure you go ahead and uh, cash at me something. Just Jay Ash. Go ahead and send me them coins uh, or pick up mm-hmm. some fatherhood merch. But um, send us some, uh, some likes, some reviews, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast with at least three people, one, two, three. Share it with three people, and uh, we'll see y'all next week in the new year. Take care, y'all.